Hello, welcome to yet another exciting edition of the Social Work Space Podcast, proudly brought to you by MSU Game Changers Trust. My name is Ronald T. Mutatabiko, and I'm super excited to be a host on this edition. Uh, a disclaimer before we go any further that all views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the position that of our sponsors or partners, but these are individual points that are given by individuals we invite to the show. I think I've laid out all the ground rules, and now let's get into it. Today, we are talking about gender-based violence specifically the 16 days of activism against gender-based violence. In case you are wondering uh, what the 16 days of activism against gender-based violence are, let me just explain the brief background of it. Uh, this is a global annual campaign that runs from 25 November to 10 December each and every year, and this was initiated in 1991 by uh, a Women's Global Leadership Institute and it then was uh, moved on by UN women. So we get to talk about gender-based violence. And uh, on the podcast, I'm going to be uh, joined by social workers and social work students and, students, and they're going to be talking to me about what they think about gender-based violence. So let's get into it and hear how it goes. As I have highlighted earlier, that we are going to be talking to social workers and they're going to be sharing with us what they think about these 16 days of uh, activism against gender-based violence. I'm joined by a social worker. I will let them introduce themselves. Okay, thank you so much. My name is Hazel and I'm a social worker. I've just, um, I'm just going to graduate, but I just feel like I'm already a social worker. Yeah. <laughs> You're already a social worker. Congrats, uh, even when you have not yet graduated. So Hazel, what as, as a young woman, mm-hmm. uh, we are celebrating 16 days of uh, activism against gender-based violence. Mm-hmm. Do these days have any significance in your life? Yeah, they, they are. And, you know, when we first talk about 16 days of activism against gender-based violence, this is like, it's a baby of you and women. It's like, it has become like an annual thing, like a tradition, like, yeah. like, like part of our culture. But to me personally, it, it means more than that than just 16 days it means uh, it's a reminder to me that i have a lot that has to me to do in terms of aiding to my voice when we talk about 16 days of activism so yeah. for me the 16 is just a number but activism against gender-based violence is, is a 365 theme for me yeah that's that's profound now when we talk about gender-based violence most people mainly make a mistake of wanting to focus mainly on women uh, but we also have men who are getting abused who are being abused in homes what do you have to say about that yeah i think that um there's a challenge because you know um 16 days of activism it starts on the day the, on the 25th of november yeah which is the day of elimination of violence against women yes so initially when we start it starts on a high level note of talking about elimination of violence against women mm-hmm. but i think what is lacking i think the problem is that we don't have male champions yes, yes. of gender-based violence because we have more women are the ones who are speaking about these voices i always have men on my platform on my facebook okay. commenting if i post something about an organization doing something for women they'll be like what about men yes. what about men what yeah. about men but my question is who, who is going to speak, you know, for men, if men themselves are not speaking about it? Because what, what I can do is I can just engage men to be part of my platform. 
but I can't speak about you know the needs or what the challenges men are facing because I'm not a man. Yes. If you see myself saying that, I'll be speaking on an assumption point of view mm. and not from an in informative point of view. But if we have men as key equal partners to this particular journey, then it becomes easier to also talk about violence that is also uh, uh, perpetuated by women. Both yes, women yes, and, yes. you know, women might not really um, you know, perpetuate physical violence, mm. but emotional violence, you know, we, we, we have seen so much cases, especially during this lockdown, where people are not going to work, people are not doing anything. We had so much violence, emotional violence, that was mainly targeted for men, but the result of it would be physical violence. That would then be excited on a woman. And then people will now start talking about gender-based violence because there's a physical mark on it. Yes, uh, I, I like what you've said. It means us as men, we have to wake up and start being gender champions and also say we don't want violence against women and also men. Exactly. Because men are also being abused. Mm -hmm. So what do we think we can do as a people to then reduce the cases of gender-based violence? Okay, so here's the thing. Um, there is always this... Um, this this thing that people say that we are Africans and we have culture. Yes. So our culture talks about submissive. It talks about respect. It talks about um, the man being the head of the family. But there's a thin line between submissive and abuse. Yeah. To what extent do women have to submit to their husband without? without noticing that this is this has now become abuse. So gender-based violence, it's far beyond just saying no to gender-based violence. Yeah. It's a practical issue. It's a real issue. This is something that we are experiencing on a day-to-day -day living, right? Mm. So people need to understand what exactly is gender-based violence. To what extent can we name it violence based on gender? Yes, because there yeah, can be yeah, violence, yeah. but it might not be based on gender, you know. Because we have violence and we have assault. The moment you run out, mm -hmm. um, violate me based on my gender, it then becomes gender-based gender violence. Mm -hmm. But if there are two people quarreling for something that doesn't have gender in it, it becomes physical assault, sexual assault. That's why we have these terminologies. Yes. So it's a very tricky issue. It's something that requires us to sit down as a community with all the different stakeholders involved to talk about gender-based violence. Because if you just go on our social media and be keyboard warriors and say, no, to, to, to gender-based violence, we don't condone gender-based violence. Do we really understand what is gender-based violence? Yeah. Do we have equal partners on board? You know, I love what Ruth Makandiwa is doing. Mm -hmm. She's using her platform to talk about gender-based violence. Yeah. Because in church, the, the gospel of, sub, of submission is preached on, mm -hmm. you know, like nobody's business. If if your husband beats you, they'll tell you to pray. They'll tell you to go on top of the mountain. They'll tell you to fast for him, you know. So, me personally, I believe that if we adopt a multi-sectoral approach, mm -hmm. you know, if we, if we have gender-responsive policies, you know, if we have men as key equal partners, if children are taught about gender-based violence, if men, if women... Everybody needs to talk about gender-based violence, right? And we also need to have effective spaces, you know, and we also need to use um, the right terminology. They're not victims of gender-based violence. They are survivors of gender-based violence, yeah, you see? Yeah. yeah. So 
So when we talk about you know reducing gender-based violence, it needs to be clear on what exactly are we targeting. Thank you so much, Yezo. It it shows that you have a lot of things to share with us, and I promise that we are going to make time and uh, have a whole session with you to talk about these things. But for the meantime, thank you so much. We really appreciate your time, and we appreciate uh, everything that you have shown us. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And now I'm joined by a social work student. I'll let them uh, introduce themselves. Um. Good morning. My name is Nadine. I am a third going to fourth year student at Midland State University School of Social Work. Uh, thank you so much, Nadine. Uh, I think the first question is, as a young woman, do these 16 days of uh, HDVism against gender-based violence have any importance to you as a young woman and also as a young social worker? Um, they're extremely important in raising awareness of GBV during these 16 days, I think. We really have a lot of work to do. Um, and as much as we have these 16 days, it does not mean that we stop at these 16 days. It's, we yes. need to con continue to, you know, raise awareness. We have a lot more work other than the 16 days. You know, this is just, the 16 days are like um, a planning ground. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the rest of the days is us implementing what we would have planned to make sure that we, 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 we raise awareness on on GBV. Yeah, thank you so much. Uh, now, what do you think we should do as um, maybe as, as a profession to make sure that we reduce the cases of gender-based violence? Um, I think uh, most importantly, um, educating or empowering both genders, both women and men, in issues to do with what the law says about gender-based violence, how they can be protected from it. Um, we have you know, a lot of instances where at this particular point, men are being uh, actually more victims of gender-based violence and not women. And we are turning a blind eye because we are being, you know, stereotypically, we're stereotyping according to gender. And that's not how it's supposed to be. So we really need to fix that and to make sure that we represent both genders equally, both men and women. We should remove the stereotypes of saying men do not suffer from GBV, but in actual fact they do. Um, yeah, and, and, and we continuously, you know, like I said before, we consciously empower um, people, we consciously teach people about what the Constitution says in issues of GBV, and we empower as well through um, seminars about what happens and what, how, what type of help that we can give to people, you know, co um, having corporate corporations or partnerships with um, Sasa Project and the like, and having these seminars with young men and young women as well is absolutely important thank you so much uh, nadine for finding time to come through to the podcast yes you have said it very right that when, when we talk about gender-based violence we're not only talking about women but we're also talking about men and myself being a man i am saying men are also getting abused and we need to talk about that uh thank you so much listeners for finding time to listen to this podcast i promise you that on our next edition we will talk about gender-based violence but we'll also have men come through to talk about issues that affect them in terms of gender-based violence. Thank you so much. Uh, have a blessed week and uh, do stay safe. Mask up and protect yourselves. Tune in again next time. I've been your host, Ronald Tim Tatabiko. Goodbye.